at the end of the day, this sport is weightlifting. It's not flower arranging. And you have to be fucking strong. So don't forget that. Welcome to the Waiting Game Podcast, a podcast where I attempt to bring more dialogue into the world of Olympic weightlifting and share my experiences and perspectives in the sport and resistance training in general. It was a perspective I wish was more accessible during my earlier years of training, so here is my attempt to bring that value to those who may be seeking it. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Waiting Game Podcast. I'm Brandon Wakeling, Olympian and multiple time representative at the Commonwealth Games. And for this episode, it actually wasn't one that I was planning to do, but it was something that struck me very recently while at at the commercial gym that I regularly train at, and I couldn't not address it. So what I'm addressing here goes back to roughly just over a week ago at the commercial gym that I train at quite frequently. So I was at this gym, warming up on the bar, ready to start my session off with some snatches. And I saw someone in the mirror reflection that I was looking in, which reflected onto the door entering the room in which the weightlifting platforms were. I'm generalizing here, but he was your stereotypical gym goer. So he had the tattoos, the string singlet, and he was wearing a weightlifting belt at the time. And I saw him enter the room and set up on the platform to start doing some deadlifts. He set up to his working weight, which was roughly 50 kilos, although that's irrelevant to the story. But as he got there, he answered his phone and then proceeded to have a casual conversation through his earphones at a low enough RPE to not have to break conversation while doing his working sets before then moving on to the next exercise somewhere else in the gym. Now, I don't know this person personally at all, so nothing against him. It's actually the first time I'd ever seen him. So all I saw was a body putting in minimal effort, distracted, and contrasted in front of a huge mural on the gym wall behind him of King Leonidas and his Spartan army, which everyone knows are symbols of discipline, physical fitness, courage, and self-sacrifice. And this mental snapshot that I had took in this instance reminded me of myself at all of those times where I got complacent in my own training. So I'm talking about those sessions where you just don't want to be there, so you don't give it 110%. You might even shave off a set or so of some of your exercises. You might completely skip your abs, stretching, warm-up, cool-down, just so you can leave sooner. So it's safe to say for the rest of that session, I actually did not sit down once. I also went heavier than I anticipated, and I also held sets longer at that higher percentage, just to give that extra challenge to myself. And it was a good reminder that... You can be as purposeful and as analytical as you want when it comes to your training, but sometimes you just need to grit your teeth, push yourself, challenge yourself, and you'll feel euphoric after making it out on the other side of this type of training. So what I'll do for this episode is talk about a few things in your training that have their place, but can, in excess, become all-consuming and distract you from staying present and actually training hard. So the first topic that I'll mention, alongside all the other topics in this episode, are things that I've definitely succumbed to so far in my weightlifting career, and no doubt there's going to be times in the future that I'll succumb to this as well. So as much as this is an episode for everyone, it's also a reminder to myself as well. 
So this first thing I'll address is becoming all-consumed with the technical aspect of Olympic weightlifting and trying to nitpick and pay excessive amounts of attention to minor and most of the time insignificant details of the Olympic lifts. Therefore, in the process, overlooking the fundamentals of the movement which are the most important. So if you're looking attently at barbell velocity, cue angles or some super specific cue that Lu Jiajun's coach once said he uses on a video deep somewhere on YouTube, but then you don't even finish your pull, then you've deviated far too far from where your focus should be. Focus on having the fundamentals of the movement first to develop a solid base of technical proficiency. And this is especially relevant to those that haven't been doing Olympic weightlifting movements all that long. So in the hands of a beginner, there's many technical routes to improve upon, where with the expert, there are few, as their fundamental base is ingrained, hence why they can focus on cues that are more nuanced. So this rabbit hole of chasing technical perfection, aside from actually being a detriment to your technique, is also taking away from one important thing, and that is actually lifting heavy weight and getting stronger. Now, a quote from my coach Miles, he once said, at the end of the day, this sport is weightlifting. It's not flower arranging. And you have to be fucking strong, so don't forget that. Now, moving on to the next thing that I'll touch on, which does somewhat tie in with the first point that I spoke on, and it is something that I obviously still have problems with from time to time, and that is filming every set on your phone and watching them back in real time and analysing them before carrying on with your next set. Now, of course, the idea of watching your lifts back in real time can promote fixing errors going into the next set. But when you become all consumed by this, this practice can obviously lead to losing focus in the current session at hand because you're obviously looking down at your phone, going up, doing a set, looking down at your phone, and you're not staying present within that session. And also, when you become too hypercritical looking back at your phone, you're going to have decreased confidence in your lifting ability you're going to reduce the enjoyment from the training session, and you're going to increase your stress levels from all the excessive analysis. So simply, it's a recipe for a bad time at training if using this too much in excess. So I wouldn't say never film any of your lifting. It's fine to film your lifting, but if you feel like these symptoms are starting to kick into your training, perhaps take a step back from all the filming and just focus on feel when it comes to how your lifting is going. And maybe assess the videos after your training session when you're back home. Now the next topic I'll address is succumbing to your environment when your surroundings aren't conducive to a positive training environment. So you can of course socialize and mingle with your training partners or those simply that are at the gym that you're training at. But doing too much of it more so say when your training partner is having a bad day or having a bad session and they're really exposing that negative attitude in your training environment it will of course eat away at your possession's potential. Now, I'm not saying to ignore your training partner when they're having a bad day or a bad session. I obviously want you to show some empathy and some heart and be encouraging to your training partner. But if you're training with someone who just seems like they come to the session to talk, vent about their day, or the way that they're using the gym isn't in a way that's as goal-orientated as yours, you need to speak with them and share your goals with them. And if they aren't on the same page as you, then train with someone else who is. And a quick mention to those that may be in similar circumstances to me, where you may train alone at home or in a commercial gym that isn't exactly Olympic weightlifting orientated. What I like to do if I feel like I'm beginning to get in a monotonous loop 
or if I'm really struggling to up my training, I'll change my playlists up. I'll put on a different podcast or something during my session, something that'll inspire me to really up my game. So now moving on from that, there's one last topic that I'll touch on, and that's not striking while the iron is hot. If you're someone that sticks to the percentages to the exact kilo and do not exceed those numbers even slightly when you're feeling really good and those percentages feel light, you're leaving numbers on the table. It's not exactly a bad thing to be adherent to the program and the percentages prescribed, and I'm not saying to max out and miss a whole bunch of lifts at the first sign of your session going well. This is all within reason. This sport requires lifting heavy weights, as I mentioned earlier and you have to be willing to do so. So if you're refraining from adding a little more weight because you're scared, or perhaps you're a perfectionist when it comes to logging your training, just know that there's a time and place where you have to just grit your teeth and go for it. Don't rely on saving that PB attempt for next week. The amount of times I've done this, and then that opportunity to potentially go for a PB never came, I've lost count. So in conclusion of this episode, to sum it all up, remember to not get overly consumed with your technique. Don't film and assess every single set of your session. Find yourself a positive training environment and know when to push the envelope. Just as I quoted my coach Miles earlier, this is weightlifting, not flower arranging. So with that, I hope everyone has a Merry Christmas and I will see you again for the last episode of the year. I'll catch you all then. See you later. Thank you.